You don't need to heal your trauma. You need to let go of your trauma. You need to let go of identification with trauma, with the mind, with the machine. You're not the machine. The only way that this can live is if my consciousness comes out of presence, wraps around it, and identifies with it. Now it believes it's the thought. Oh, I do gotta do this. Oh, and this and that. Whole field, whole pool of acid. And like scary haunting sounds and rotting corpses. You completely just, you're lifted up very quickly. Kind of like the cup, you just raise. We're just trying to, ah, I gotta learn it, push it down. For, I gotta pierce into this and like learn it. I gotta discover it, think my way into it. We think that if, we, if our body dies, the eye's gone. That's mental. Your consciousness isn't gone, you're ever present. You have all this frustration, anxiety, just filling up your cup. Filling, or excuse me, filling up your tub. Presence is literally every moment you're not thinking, you're present to the moment. It's like a moment that you have that, that drain unplugged. There's more than one road. There's not just one specific road, but you gotta follow this manual. If you wanna be enlightened, you gotta follow this manual. No, you don't gotta follow the manual. There's like 50 billion manuals. <laughs> yeah, feel free. Welcome back to another video. My name is Babu. 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 I might, I might go by Babu. I'm not sure yet. Babu. Babu. Hmm. I think Babu sounds more sophisticated. Babu. My name is Babu. My name is Babu. My name is Babu. And I help you learn how to meditate and get present to the moment. In this video, I want to talk about childhood. I want to talk about trauma. I'll talk about the story. The story of being you. The story of you. Growing up, we start as a baby. The baby doesn't know anything, but the baby's self-aware. The baby is consciousness. Now, over time, keep on the path here. Over time, it's a very existential comment, the baby learns and discovers the I am. I am hungry, I am this, I'm doing this, I want that. It's not taught the I am, it's not given the I am, it comes, one would say naturally. <laughs> but that is not what the baby is. This is mind. It's almost like artificial intelligence in a way, it's a way of looking at it. It's like if you had so much, if you're like a Terminator and you had so much mental that you became like AI, like a Terminator, for example. If you watch those movies, Terminator. The Terminator seems like a Terminator because, I mean, at least the old school movies, because it talks like, I don't know, hunting, target acquired. But if AI was smarter than that, which kind of ends up being like that, and I was sort of being like that in later movies. <laughs> At what point do you go, this is life versus this is machine? If it's a really, really highly intelligent machine, is it life or is it not life? The ego is like artificial intelligence, but for most people, artificial intelligence is out of balance. It's glitching out, meaning you're suffering. You have pain. 
if you are present most of the time, let me rephrase that, if your presence, your attention is on your presence, it's in the background of everything. So yes, I'm walking, I'm filming a video, my little cousin just went past. These are all happening in the foreground, but in the background is presence. In the background, I'm aware of these things happening. I don't have any comment on them, I'm just noticing them. Thoughts, emotions are passing like clouds. Okay, like clouds, see that in the sky? See, clouds, passing like that. So, if that's how we are, then we're not getting involved with any negative thoughts or feelings, even thoughts in general. We are choosing when to use thought, to use time. Let's say to make arrangements. Hey, meet me here at this time. I'm deliberately using time to create something, to schedule something, to plan something. I'm using conceptual time. And we have to do this in our daily life to some extent. But if we're constantly thinking about everything, the AI is in control. The mind believes, oh, I need to do this. This is important. We got to do this. No, you don't. So much more can be accomplished by getting present and letting the universe take care of you. Because back to the original premise, you are not the machine. The machine needs to know how to do things. How do I do that? How do, how do I do this? And it's very convincing. But life takes care of life if you are life. If you're trying, if you're acting from the ego, everything's gonna take a long time, it's gonna be difficult, and you're gonna be unhappy, right? So. Back to trauma. You don't need to heal your trauma. You need to let go of your trauma. You need to let go of identification with trauma, with the mind, with the machine. You're not the machine. See, the reason why the mind gets you to identify with it so hard, it's constantly, every moment, trying to audition for your attention, is because if this is the thought, hey, hey, think about me. What do you got? We got to worry about this. Hey, 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 it's really important. Hey, it's really important. The only way that this can live is if my consciousness comes out of presence, wraps around it, and identifies with it. Now it believes it's the thought. Oh, I do got to do this. Oh, and this and that. It gives it life. It animates the inanimate. But if I hold, if I bring my attention out, my consciousness, oh, but don't get involved with it. I'm just observing it. The thought's like, hey, 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 hey. And over time, <clears throat> over time, it starts to wilt like a flower decaying. It loses its power. Similarly to this place. Let's say this was an acid, a whole field, a whole pool of acid and like scary haunting sounds and rotting corpses. Scary, very scary, right? Scary image. And it smells awful, it's pouring acid rain, hostile environment, terrible, terrifying. What, how do I escape this environment? What do I do? Do I gotta put cement over the acid pool, change the climate? Or do I just leave the area? I'm just gonna walk this way now. What am I doing with my attention? I'm no longer focusing on the acid pool. I'm just, I'm leaving. Goodbye, I'm out of here. Leaving, leaving, the, leaving the acid pool area and the horrible smell. So our thoughts work the same way. You don't need to control them. Just stop giving your attention to them. 
and they will wilt and they will wilt away. Similarly, like the acid pool or, or the, the big green area, it's wilting away from my awareness simply because I remove my attention of it. My attention is on you, giving you a really good experience. Experience, experience. Giving you a really good experience. <laughs> Delivering some life-changing information. If, if you don't choose to animate these thoughts, they have no power and they will quickly wilt away. If you keep your attention, your focus on being present to the moment, really looking at what's around you, acknowledging them, that's a tree, that's a bush, but also these are conceptual labels. That's, that's actually consciousness, that's actually life. Can I feel the tree? Can I feel the bush? Can I feel the pole? Can I feel the plastic that make up my glasses? Can I really feel it versus just, oh, that's plastic. Yeah, it's plastic, mental, versus experientially feeling the plastic. My attention is in focus, or <laughs> my focus and attention is in presence. There's no thought there, no thinking. It's a very relieving state of being, massively, massively powerful, very happy, a lot of peace there, a lot of clarity. And in this place, life will take care of you. You will meet the right people, you will get inspired by the right ideas, and your rate of learning things is massively accelerated, massively accelerated. You will learn things that, that would astonish you in a very, very quick amount of time. But if you're stuck in mind, which is usually repetitive and mostly negative, it keeps you locked in there. So now you think, okay, I, I believe now in this place, how I learn is I have to like almost swim against this like film of water. I'm trying to put enough pressure going downward to eventually pierce through, pop this like film, right? Kind of like a, like if it was almost like plastic, like plastic around like jello. And I'm like, with enough force, I can break through the plastic and enter the jello. And the jello is what I think I need in this moment. What I think I need to learn, what I think is missing. And meanwhile, as I'm trying to force it, oh, I'm, I'm stressed out, it doesn't feel good. Maybe I'm depressed, maybe I'm frustrated, angry. Oh, I'm trying, trying, trying. Versus if you get present, then the way you learn is you don't have to force anything. You feel great and you, you completely just, you're lifted up very quickly. Kind of like the cup you just raise versus trying to, ah, oh, I gotta learn it, push it down. I gotta pierce into this and like learn it. I gotta discover it, think my way into it. You just lift up. You learn at a very increased rate. It's kind of startlingly, startling. Yeah, starting. God, I cannot say this word. It's kind of startling. Because lessons, they're realizations. It's energy. It's not mental. It's like the guy who needs to know all the theory, right? I, I gotta know everything. How does all this work? How does the consciousness work? How does this, this, this? Versus someone who they experience at one time. They don't know, they don't know all the answers, but they don't need to know all the answers because now they're present. Can, I, can, can you know all these crazy analogies, stories, you know, ways of looking at presence? Yes, you could have 11,000 hours of content, stories, things, examples to demonstrate presence. But if you experience presence and you are present to the moment, that defeats everything. If you've never experienced presence, but you know all these different, all the theory about presence, it's useless. It's all information. It doesn't do any good. In fact, it's probably aiding to drive you crazy because <laughs> you're like, I still haven't, 
<laughs> it's like reading all these books about having sex, but you've never had sex. And you're just like, when will it happen? I, I'm very frustrated. I need to have it quickly. Where? Who? You? Will you have the sex with me? <laughs> it's like, ah, holy crap, man. Less is more. If you just experience the sex, oh, this is what it's like. Wow. The books could have never described this. Doesn't do it justice. Same thing with presents. So, learning, uh, okay. Back to the original topic of this video. <sighs> Drop your story. You don't need to heal your trauma, okay? I, I wanted to put in some clips here of us playing with, with my cousin. My other cousin, Joe, and I took our little cousin, Christian, for a walk. Um, we talked about, a little bit about, before I turn the video on, you know, what the topic was gonna be. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe trauma. I, I didn't really have a lot of these moments as a kid growing up, getting some, uh, some family time. So maybe I'll talk about that. He's like, he shared some stuff. I was like, yeah, maybe like neglect. And I turned the camera on. But I wanted to put some clips in here of us like playing and just throwing, you know, Frisbee, riding the scooter around because I didn't have that growing up, or at least a lot of that. This very negative background, a lot of yelling, fighting, domestic abuse, domestic violence. That was the normal. A lot of stress, constantly stressed. I didn't even know higher levels of emotion, not really. It wasn't my normal. I could get there, sometimes I was happy, sometimes I could appreciate things, but the majority was just dense, heavy, stressed, overthinking, worrying constantly, all the different emotional, negative emotions and negative thoughts. Suicide at, at the lowest point, apathy, depression, and suicide, like contemplating suicide, obviously I'm here, I didn't commit suicide. So, like hanging on to the story will mess you up. It's like holding on to a hot coal and you're trying to squeeze it. And if you squeeze it hard enough, you, you'll break the hot coal and it'll, it'll, it'll smush, it'll just, you know, like kind of like a snowball, you squeeze the snowball, all the snow falls out of your hand or like sand. So what you think is gonna happen with the coal if you squeeze it hard enough, right? If I try to heal the memory, uh, no, it's, it's, it's stained. Your, your identity, your personality can be stained by these things. But consciousness can't. It's emotionless, it's stainless, it's untouchable. It is space. It's like, can you stain space with anything? No, it's just space. It's constantly fresh, always present, ever present. It's the same. Always alive, being that, there, fresh. For the past millions of years and millions of years in the future. It's eternal, that's what you really are. You're aware, you're observing. I can't be touched. So drop this story. It's hot coal. It's just gonna keep burning you. Let it go. Then you realize you were never burned in the first place. All you were was just observing that I was holding this, just like this. Am I the cup? Even the hand holding the cup. It's just like a hand, it's just a hand. It's a part of me, but I don't think I am the hand. I'm just the hand. It's just something in my awareness. I notice it. Obviously, I don't want my hand cut off because I'd experience a lot of pain. Could, couldn't do stuff. I'd be restricted. But my, I don't rest the I, the ego I, here. We think that if, we, if our body dies, the I is gone. That's mental. Your consciousness isn't gone. You're ever-present. Intelligently alive and aware. The observer of everything. 
experience, experiencing everything. So, drop the cup, drop the story. You don't need to heal anything, okay? You don't, you really don't. Focus on being present, the thoughts will go away. The emotional reactions, the emotional patterns of frustration, unworthiness, self-hate, these things will ebb away. And the more you're present, the more you're gonna have these, these, these epiphanies, realizations, profound insights about yourself. And you'll just stop resonating with these thought patterns and emotional reactions because they're not there anymore. And you just get enough of a, you get enough of, it's like, it's like this. Where's the cup? Where's the limiting belief? Where's, what's stop? What's holding me back? Think, 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 think. Versus if I get present, then I'm like, oh, that's what's holding me back. Huh. Okay, so like, I'm just gonna stop doing that. <laughs> I was playing guitar yesterday and I actually felt like profound self-love for the first time. It was like, I felt really extremely relaxed, extremely comfortable and just like, like a warm sensation. It wasn't happiness, right? It wasn't like, a lot of joy, but it was just like really content. I just, I felt, it was odd. It was like, it's like if you get hot, really hot, really cold, it just, it kind of overtakes your experience. You're like, oh, I'm hot right now. It was like, I, I love myself right now. I love who I am. And I realized I hadn't felt that in a while. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I went from being super depressed to appreciating and maybe being frustrated or a little bit of anxiety. Coming from wanting to kill myself depressed to that, huge. But now every day it's like, I make these large, whereas before I was taking like, I'm in self-help, I'm reading books, uh, I'm changing guys. Okay, yeah, oh I learned something else, all right. I've got a long ways to go. I hate this entire process, it's miserable, it's taking forever. Oh, made more progress. Versus now it's like, just keep meditating, keep being present. Oh, I'm dropping this and this and this. Oh, I know how to do this. Oh, it's epic and this and this and this. And like I found, I felt profound self-love and I'm like, wow, holy crap. It's like learning how to whistle. Like once you know, I can do that easily. It's like, that's what whistling feels like. Self-love, huh, that's what self-love feels like. I think the doc, yep, the doc heard me. <laughs> so you're gonna have these, ex <laughs> he's, he's onto me now, he's onto us. You're gonna have these profound realizations. They're just gonna, it's, it's gonna be spontaneous, okay? Get present, these things will come to you. You will know what to do, abundance, opportunity, happiness, joy, all this will come, stress will leave you, okay? It's like pulling the, the drain on the shower. You have all this frustration, anxiety, just filling up your cup, filling, or excuse me, filling up your tub. Presence is literally every moment you're not thinking, you're present to the moment. It's like a moment that you have that, that drain unplugged and it's just letting go of all these things that aren't serving, emptying your cup, emptying your bathtub. And then we start thinking, whoop, let me plug it back up again. Yeah, you, you can drain the tub. 
you just let the water sit there, eventually, humidity, all these different things, the water will, will evaporate. It's gonna take forever though. How quick is it if I remove the drain and it seeps out versus waiting for it to evaporate, waiting for it to just go away? Or maybe it's like a little bit of the drain. It's like maybe that much is, is open. So it's like barely running out, but it's taking like, it'll take three hours to empty this whole thing. Meaning like, I don't know, three lifetimes <laughs> or, or 30 years to get past this thing that if you just get present, take the drain off, all this empties. And really the, the size of the tub is like this entire park and the drain is like this cup, right? There's so much, there's so much potential. And really this, even, this park isn't even gonna do justice. Really you are the universe itself and potential experience. You are the universe tapping into that. You can feel that. You can become aware of the space within you. There's many levels into this space. So yeah, let go of stress and all of that and just be observing. It's very freeing. It's beautiful. But beyond that, there's so much more to learn. The path stretches out before you. It's long and it's very rewarding. So just drop your story. You don't need to heal your trauma. You need to get present. <laughs> you don't need to, he's a very strong word. But if you want to save yourself a lot of suffering, Sometimes you need to touch the stove. You need to touch the hot stove eight times before you understand. I, at least I did. So I don't fault you for that. All paths lead to enlightenment. Be it in this lifetime or the next. <laughs> but they do. There's more than one road. There's not just one specific road. Like, you got to follow this manual. If you want to be enlightened, you got to follow this manual. No, you don't got to follow the manual. There's like 50 billion manuals. One person, it can be like, I see a bird. And then, wow, I get it. Some, it takes longer. It doesn't have to, but it can. And that's the road. And it can still lead them to the same, to drink from the same well. That makes sense. So drop it. Get present if you want to save yourself some suffering. And that will massively speed up and accelerate your ability to learn things and have things click not to mention just being happy all the time. Not all the time, right? Because again, consciousness isn't, isn't happiness. It's emotionless. But if you're content, if you're okay, if everything is okay with you and you're okay with everything, you can tap into that spaciousness, that presence, that awareness. It's a spontaneous place. Like, how did the, if we're going off of this theory, how did the Big Bang happen? Within space. Nothing and then something. In the same manner, I don't script any of my videos. Nothing, something. Humor, really funny stuff. Really clever stuff. It's spontaneous. So these emotions will, will become, you will become spontaneous. 
And you're okay if you're not feeling happiness. <laughs> it's not apathy, because apathy is like a tinge, a, 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 like a, it's a little bit of, of actually ne negativity. Emotionlessness, no emotion, that's not apathy. Apathy is numb, I can't feel, but it's still negative in the aspect of, in the sense that you're, you're frozen by negativity. But these lighter, higher levels of energy are warmer, hotter. You're not frozen by them. You can't speak. You can speak fluidly. You're, you're defrosted. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you don't need to be happy. You can just observe whatever's happening. If, if something can make you happy, it also has the potential to make you unhappy. So you can choose to just observe things or choose to engage in humor, say something, deliver something, tell a joke, be funny, let that come up because it brings the other person happiness or just share, you know, in quiet with them to give them some love. Like these become abilities versus you can't have access to them at all. It's very difficult for you to feel them or do them. I have a client call now, so I really hope this helps. Really hope you got a lot of value from this. Uh, please subscribe to this YouTube channel if you want to see more videos. Tap the notification bell so you can see future videos. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, tap the link in the description below and book a call with me. Thank you so much for watching this video. Namaste. I love you.